Welcome to Candid Conversations with Amy, where I share stories and experiences about everyday life so that you know you are not alone. This is a no fluff and BS kind of podcast, and you're going to notice that there are times when the audio is less than perfect. However, this podcast is an invitation for you to show up differently in your life without the pressure of being perfect. So, my imperfections are there for you to remember that life isn't about being perfect. It's about creating connections with like-minded people. Now, without further ado, here's today's episode. January 3rd marked the 22nd year that my sister passed away. And I wanted to share this with you because I don't know about you, but I grew up hearing that bad things happen to good people. Well, bad things happen to everyone. And I want to consider reframing death as a bad thing. And by no means do I mean that it was a celebration. It, um, to this day, makes me feel sad. However, it also was the thing that woke me up and caused me to start looking at my life differently. So one of the things that I often share with women is that my sister passing was, I want to say it's, oh God, it sounds so bizarre saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's one of the greatest gifts she could have given me. And as I say that, whew, my, my, my tears are just like flooding my eyes and my heart feels like, what? But it's like that thing where, you know, when someone's when their life ends, that it's not in vain. Her life wasn't in vain. And I I am grateful for the specific eight weeks. And it wasn't even quite eight weeks that I had with her through conversations and visiting her about six weeks before she passed. Um, those times that we shared were more significant and i want you to i want you to really take this in they were more significant than the 35 previous years that i had spent in conversation with her you know when you come down to the end you know what is left i don't know about you but when it comes to right down to the end i still want to be having meaningful conversations now that's actually an interesting thing for me to say because the, um, oh gosh, it was just before Christmas Day, maybe a couple days before, but I remember being uh, in the back room visiting with her and could hear bickering and bitching going on in the kitchen. And all I could think of was, come on, it's her last Christmas. Do you really want her to be hearing this. 
So, you know, I slowly moved towards the door and tried to close it, but she knew what I was doing. But what I want to share with you, and I've shared this in writing before on posts on Facebook, that I haven't gone into detail. So yes, so this is live. I'm I'm just, I am recording this, but I'm not going to edit this because I like people to get a feel for who I am. And yeah, I'm not perfect. I don't have a fluffy, fancy recording here. This is me. This is live for me. So I said that one thing changed my life forever. Now, I, I'd like to tell you that I was quite aware of the depth of what happened that changed my life, but I wasn't. I wasn't. It was one simple thing. And it was that bitching and bickering because though it didn't happen right away, my thought was, do I want to be on my deathbed listening to people bitch and complain and arguing and raising their voice, being mean to each other? Do I want that in my life? And I was like, wow, no. And I didn't want it for Anne either. So in that moment, though I didn't realize it back then, in that moment, I had made a decision to not have meanness in my life anymore. Now that that sounds, come on, on its own, it sounds totally insane. I'm sitting here and I'm like, what? Did I really think that I could eliminate meanness from my life? Well, I, I think I did. <laughs> you know, if I look back, I really think I did. But what I did was, it was kind of like the opposite. It was, I started to consider more of like, where where was the joy? And when joy came, I friggin' well embraced it. I'll tell you, I and when I say embrace, man, I opened my arms wide and I brought it in and I gave it a hug. And I brought it inside me. And I was like, yes, this is what I want more of in my life. And I also started to become more aware of where did this meanness already exist in my life? And where was I not recognizing it as such? Because I'll tell you, my upbringing was full of meanness. It was, well, it was a constant. It was something that was always there day in, day out. I don't believe there was a day that didn't go by that there wasn't some degree of meanness or negativity of some sort every day. So when you grow up in an environment like that, you come to accept it because you know nothing else, right? It's the environment I was in. What do you do? <laughs> you know, but in Rome, you do like the Romans. Well, in my home, I was in that home. I was in that environment. I was in a toxic environment. And look, there's there's tons of other shit I could tell you about my upbringing. And oh, there's lots of it. But th this piece was a major shift for me. And I kind of made this promise to myself when my sister passed over that I wasn't going to make room for that in my life anymore. So I started down a path, though I wouldn't have called it that back then. I started down a path and it was really, uh, gosh, talk about trial and error. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but I did know what meanness was. And let me tell you, 
it's like, you know, like Shrek says, it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. There's always another layer. There's always another layer. And there's so many degrees of what I call meanness. Really, it's negativity of any sort. Think about that. Any kind of negativity is meanness. So let me tell you, I had quite a hell of a journey ahead of me, and I didn't know that. And January 3rd was 22 years I've been journeying forward. Now, um, geez, when Anne passed over, I had been working at a bank for many years. And it was, let's see, six years later, I finally quit that job of 15 years. I left and I am... I stepped completely into the unknown. I stepped into a world of being self-employed. <laughs> I remember my mother saying to me, what does Ian think about that? Ian's my husband. What does he think about that? <laughs> and she said it in a low whisper, like it was a dirty little secret. Like, what does he think about that? And I said, well, he seems to be okay with it. And I said, furthermore, it doesn't really matter. As long as I, I'm able to generate income and keep moving forward, like, what's the big deal? But it, it was a big deal. I don't know why it was a big deal for her, but it was a big deal for her. It was a, it was a big deal, actually, for everyone around me. So here I am today. I'm still self-employed. Has it been smooth sailing the entire time? No, no, I could tell you that I came close to crashing on the rocks and uh, yeah, no, I diverted, I diverted. Somehow I am still here and I have been working with women for well, well over 15 years now. And when I started my business, honestly, I, it was a, a brick and mortar business. I was doing a lot of bioenergetic testing, which was an energy testing on the acupressure points of your fingers. And it was great for testing allergy, food sensitivities, and supplements, all that stuff. Also tested the organs, right? To tell you what state your organs were in. So I did that. I did Reiki. I did uh, ion body detoxing, which is a foot soak. Somewhere into that, Maybe I was into it, maybe, gosh, it wasn't very long, maybe six months, less than a year for sure. I started to recognize that what I was doing was I was coaching people. <laughs> I was coaching people. I didn't recognize it at all. And then, you know, I was, I started a journey of personal development and taking courses and all kinds of, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm going to say my my husband, people around me thought they were weird ass courses, uh, a lot of energy courses of sorts, uh, quantum physics, uh, energy fields, like really, to me, it was really cool stuff. And I went down this path. And eventually, I, I became a certified coach. And it was uh, an interesting journey. And I, I look, I, I dove deep, you know, like, and I had never done that in my life. And I can tell you that I wouldn't be a mindset mentor or a life coach. I would not be working with women 
if it wasn't for my sister. I, I never really thought about owning my own business. Now I say that consciously, I say that, but I can tell you there are experiences in my past with that clearly told me that, yeah, this is the direction I was going to end up going in. So yeah, I'll have to tell you that story another time. It's uh, kind of funny. So I wanted to share this with you so that maybe if you've lost someone in your life and you feel lost or have gone to a dark place, I want you to know that there is another way of moving through the darkness, moving through the murkiness of life when you just don't know what life is going to look like. There is a way of doing it. So I'm going to be starting to share more of my journey and I'm also going to be offering some courses. Yes, online courses and you know with with me being live within the groups as well. I have never gone online and offered stuff. I am Look, I, I like being face-to-face -face with people. And pre-COVID, I had been doing uh, live workshops. I have had annual retreats. I had them for five, seven years in a row up until COVID. I had people, I'm in Canada, and I've had people from, from the U.S. fly in for the retreat weekends. And oh my gosh, they're so, so yummy. They're incredible. Anyways, I digress here. I did want to come on and share this experience with you that whether it's someone passing or some other sort of hardship, there is a way through it. And when you get through it and get to the other side, when you look back, you'll be able to see the gifts that were given to you that you previously did not notice before. And there's tons of them. I look at life now very different than I used to. And I've shared this before where I said I used to believe that life happened to me. Now I see it as it happening for me. My life has been a more of a conscious forward motion for the past 22 years. I'm no longer doing the two-step of the past in the present. And I no longer go around in circles trying to figure out what people expect of me. I've let that go. So for me, I don't believe in failure. To me, like, if you have learned something, you have not failed. You succeeded. Yay! <laughs> you know? So I believe in growth and clarity and that literally everything in life serves a purpose and creates an opportunity for each and every one of us. So where I am today is a very far cry from where I used to be and what I used to believe. And I can tell you right now that I am grateful for that. So in closing here, I want to share something with you that I've shared a little bit. I think it may have only been in a post on Facebook. And it's that I was recently asked, what is your vision of the future? And I was like, wow, it's not what, what's your goal? What do you see for yourself? The language was, what is your vision of the future? 
I envision a world where women love themselves for who they are and are not afraid to express it freely. Now, think about that. A world where women love themselves for who they are and aren't afraid to express it? Oh, that to me, that, that would be the most would be an incredible feat to achieve. And I say achieve. I believe it's possible. So one woman at a time, I'm going to share my, my thoughts, my journey. I will be offering experiences. And though this is on a podcast, I might share it elsewhere. I don't know. Right now, what I'm going to share with you is that when I have something up and ready to offer, I am going to let you know. Because I believe that every woman is absolutely magnificent and absolutely perfect in her imperfections. We are here to grow and expand our lives. We are not here to live small, mediocre lives and accept what is. Growth is not about accepting what is. Growth is about constantly going beyond your current circumstances. So my invitation to you is to take a a step back, look at your life and all the the pain, the suffering, the shit and (laughs) all the crap that has gone on. Take a look at it and really get honest with yourself and ask yourself, what have you learned from those experiences and who have you become because of those experiences? I can almost guarantee you, I'm saying almost because I'm not 100% sure, that I would not be coaching women If it wasn't for this journey I had from the time my sister passed over, I don't think that that I would be where I am because it it disrupted, right? Her death, come on. You never think your sister is going to die when she was 53. Never thought she would pass over. That disrupted everything that I ever believed. When you have shit like that happen in your life, you take it and you learn from it, you grow from it. If you have had experiences in your life where you have been shaken to the core of your foundation and you picked yourself up and kept moving forward, maybe you kept on moving forward still from habit. However, I'm going to invite you to take a look back. Take a second look and see who you've become, how you've made choices, How did those moments in your life start to help mold who you've become? And if it's not in a positive way, guess what? It's not too late. It is never too late. You can become the person you've always desired to be at any given time. It is all up to you. You can say yes to yourself. You can say no to the bullshit. You can say no to the mediocrity that you have accepted in your life. You can say no to that shit. And you can say yes to yourself. Sending you huge hugs until we meet again. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Candid Conversations with Amy I'm here to share experiences to help you move through your own challenges so that you do know that you are not alone in it. 
My desire is to create space for women to recognize their own brilliance. And sometimes the challenges that we face in life kind of leave us stuck or confused or in a state where we are so burdened and feeling heavy and down by the experiences we've had in our lives. So I want to invite you to share with me any conversations that you would like me to have on Candid Conversations with Amy, and I will walk you through those experiences as best I can. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me via email at amy at amymcnaughton.com. So that is a-m-y at a-m-y-m-c-n-a-u-g-h-t-o-n dot com. And I look forward to hearing from you.